Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, We are so happy you decided to join us today. Um, Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It is so easy to set up and break down. I think that's what makes it so handy to use and why I'm basically using it every day at practice. Um, Mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they give you $400. You said that right, $400 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is run by a basketball coach for basketball coaches at any level. Um, It's... uh, it, you're not going to find anything out there and it's got a 14 day free trial. We believe in it so much. We want you to join. We want you to come and kick the tires around. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Um, but I can tell you people love it. I can tell you that people do not want to leave, uh, go over and check it out. And it's got everything from clinics to videos, to, to, uh, me talking to lessons, to courses, to handouts, to practice planning, to parenting, to whatever you need as a basketball coach, it's got it in there. Also go over and check out our other podcast, High School Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, Funnel Down Defense, and leave a five-star review. We'd love those. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Yeah, hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, excellent. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. So I started back at work, so you know now I'm getting a little bit busier. Go ahead, shoot away. All right, I got four questions I've got written down. I'll see if I can get through them. All right. Uh, the first one I want to ask you is about the – Pressing, I was listening to some videos that you had, some of the podcasts, and as far as doing different stunts. So I wanted to ask you if you can see this. If it makes sense, we yeah. usually run a two-two-one press. That's all we've ever run. So I was wondering if we could just do stunt high, like have a guy start up here, stunt middle, a guy start here in the middle, and then stunt back, where it's just our normal two-two-one, just as far as different looks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think those would all be good looks. Yep. My question was as far as trapping. And then for trapping, really, I was just going to have these two guys trap the same just to give it a little here. And if he's in the middle here also, really nothing different. But right. What, what, what do you think of that? But I would give them different names. I like yeah. I liked the different I'm looks. Gonna, I'm just going to call it up, middle, and back. Yeah, because because people will think you're running all these different things. And, and yeah, I like that. Yeah. And as part, Make as it simple. As, Make it as simple as you can because then there's really only one set of movements that they have to make. Yeah, and I could, in theory, I could just teach my point guard to play all these and no one else have anything to learn new. Right, or, right. Yeah. So we can learn. So, okay, so I just want to get your advice. Before nope, we're... I think that's good. I, I Again, I tell people when they're doing like stuff like that with stunts or different different sets, like defensively, like just make it, yeah, the least amount of people that you need to change their responsibilities, the better. Like, right. that's good. If you can only, if you can teach one guy to do everything different, it's so much easier than teaching all three or four of them. So that's perfect. Okay, yeah, cool. that will work really well. The other question that I want to ask is if I want to press on misses, um, 
I was thinking I, I usually send my two guy back. So he's always going to be here anyway. What's the best way to, are you always going to do that? I, not necessarily. I, I haven't said what I'm going to do. I was just saying, for example, if I always press in a two, two, one off misses, it, it, what, what would you suggest? What, what would you think would be the best way to press off misses? Man. I think man's easier than zone. Okay. Um, and I just think like, a, like, yeah, like one quick trap and then retreat and then you can get back into a zone or something. Um, I just think it's really hard to align in a two, two, one at the high school level on a miss. Um, how about like a one, like the one, two, two, unless one. you move it back, if you moved it back far enough, but the problem is, are you going to, is, do people have to go to specific spots? That's the question. Well, I was just thinking these two guys have to know they're the top and two guys back, but those are all interchangeably front guys, back guys. And then just my one. Just yeah, then, of- then you can do it maybe. If they don't have to necessarily – if you don't if you don't have to necessarily – because you could have a guy on the baseline and all of a sudden he's got to get that back to the other free throw line. That's a long way to go. Um, okay. So, yeah, so uh, I think it was Jared. I don't remember we talked about that. But, yeah, if you it, they each kind of – if you do like a 1-2-2 two, two, or even a 2-2-1 two, two, and everybody has a different level – you know, the problem with the two two one is that back guy's got to get all the way back no matter where he is on the court. Well, my back guy, I usually have one guy back always. So okay, I so that I would always make that. So then people might need to know two positions, but then that person should always be the back person. Right. Um, so you're saying difficult, possible, but you would suggest man is, is much, much easier. Man's easier if you run yes. man at all. If you don't run man, then no, it won't be easier. Um I forget. I think if I remember right, you ran a lot of zone. So yeah, just because the personnel I found. Yeah. So then, so then I wouldn't, so then I would break them up to like what you were doing. And I would say, you know, these are my two front guys, my two middle guys, and my back guy. I don't care which side, I don't care which side you go to, but I, and then I might move it back a little bit. Like I wouldn't do it the free throw line for sure. No, I liked where you had it before. Like, yeah, kind of like that. Okay. And the first two guys, they just have to grab a side and slow the ball down. Yes. And then that will, that what, what basically what I tell them when they, when, when you do that is you're slowing them down enough so the rest of the guys can get to the spots that they need to get to. You know what I'm saying? We don't even necessarily have to get a trap right away. You just have to slow them enough that maybe zigzag them back and forth or enough that the guys that, because people might be running, you know, 84 feet, who knows how far they're going to be running to get to their spot for the, for the zone trap. Um, So that's what I tell those two guys are like, you're our first line of defense, like in in ward, like you can't let them get through the first line of defense because the other three guys are busting their butts back to get into position. Um, And then you got to practice this. Like if you're going to do misses, you got to start day one and you got to do it every day. Like, no joke. Like it's easy on a make. It's hard on a miss. That's the reason a lot of people don't do it. So it can be a huge, huge advantage, but you got to do it. You really got to do it. Like we're going to do this and we're going to spend the next four weeks getting good at it. Like every time in practice, there's a miss we're in it every time. I mean, okay. You got to write yourself a note. You cannot do this like on a Tuesday and then not do it till the next Monday. You got to do it every day on a miss. Um, okay. A make's different. A make doesn't necessarily have to be every day, but a miss is—it's it's, got to be, yeah. 
the year, the times I've done it, it's just, you got to just, it's got to be automatic. We're just doing it. Like we're impressing who cares if they make or miss it. Like, so when, when the press is on, we're, we're in it make or miss. So it's hard. There's a reason if you watch game film, there's a reason you don't see a lot of high school teams doing it. Right. I've never tried it all. Uh, You'll notice it won't, it will, it's going to be ugly early. But okay. if you, if you, if you, if you're doing it all the time, it's going to be a huge advantage if you, if you get good at it. Gotcha. Cause yeah, then the other team's going to spend all this time getting ready for it. Like, Holy crap. They're pressing all the time. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's good. But if I do need to jump to a quick uh, jump into man's a little, uh, man's easier. Crap. Man's definitely easier. Okay. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, two other questions. So um, I, we basically run a, a ball screen offense for man. And so we, we spend a lot of times on pick and roll and things like that. Okay. Uh, I was wondering what your thoughts were on just having the person coming up and screening, just doing a few calls. And you know, I've heard some coaches doing that. So just keep it really simple. Uh, you know, fist, normal screen, um, maybe um, hand up means I'm going to slip and maybe two is um, rever- uh, a double screen, like invert, yep. invert, and then screen back. Yep. Anything, and, and yes. And I love that. I love that you're doing all hand. You got to be able to do it all hand motions where you can dribble with one and the other, but yes. I also had the screener do it. Do you think it's better to have the ball? That was my other question. No, no, no. I think that's good. Let them know. Cause they, the, if I'm defending you, I don't know what's going on behind me. So that's good. I think it's good, but just all of it should be hand signals. Preferably. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Better Help, H-E-L-P. Um, you know, they are here to help you if you know if you're struggling um being married to a to a psychologist and having having people in my life that are that have, have not only struggled with mental health but social emotional things. Um, I can't think of a better sponsor than better help. Um, you will be matched with a licensed professional or a therapist within 48 hours. Um, they have clients worldwide. And, and the great thing is it's like anything. It's like coaching. You know, you got to find a specific expertise. If it's offense or if it's defense, it's the same thing here. Better help will find you the specific therapist that you specifically need um and you can always change it if you don't like the therapist you have you they they allow you to change and you can join you know the over two million people who have taken have taken this on and 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 join better help um you know they're 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 hiring (laughs) they're they're being so successful hopefully just like your basketball team that they're they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states and they've been so nice because they know how important I think mental health is that um, they're offering, there's a special offer um, for Coach Unplugged listeners that will give you 10% off your first month. Um, all you got to do is go over to better, better, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P.com backslash hoops, and you'll get 10% off um, that first month. So go over and check them out. And have a great Wednesday. Bye. Yep. Okay. And then uh, there's one other major one. There's a slip. Um, flare, flash, flare, uh, drift. You could drift off it. You could flare uh, off it. You could anyway. roll. Yeah, there's one specific. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe just just roll. Just roll hard. I guess that could just always be this one. So, yeah. so anyway, maybe three or four signs. Just yeah, I want to do two. I'd get one or two and get good at those one or two. Okay. Um. Cause the reads on them are hard. 
and then you got to work on what happens when they jump it, what happens when they double it, how are we going to read a double, are we going to flare to the three all the time, are we going to roll? Um, yeah, so I would just be consistent with what you do with that, but yes. Okay, all right, good. Uh, hey, when, when must I, I was watching a game or something, I was, I, just when I watch games, I kind of you know, go, go through it in my head, um, some NBA game or something. But my question was, uh, if my philosophy always is if it's less than se- seven seconds, have a three-point lead, um, just foul is just the general rule that I go by. Uh, but I was wondering. Then you got to practice what you're going to do in that case. So practice following. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious. No, I'm laughing because we've had problems. I haven't, and it's been ugly. Practice following. Practice how you're going to do the free throws. I mean, again, it's. I've said this on my podcast. It's 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 um. To get, I hate doing it, but when you all these perfect things have to happen for them to beat you, but you have to practice what for them not all those perfect things not to happen. Like you don't want a bear hug. You know, you, I just see you grab the ball with two hands. Is there, what do you, how do you teach to, to foul as far as I just grab the ball with two hands aggressively? And, well, yeah. And I just tell them swipe down. Like you're going for the steal. Not necessarily like, grab for it. Just, just slap. No, because you grab for it. They might think it's an intentional. I just teach them, you know, the, you know, yeah. Okay. I just seems like you might, if, if I'm losing by three, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I don't necessarily want them to call it. I maybe want to get a steal and score and then take a timeout. So yeah, I guess there's a few senses where I, I get a tie up or something, but statistically you think it's better just to swap. They don't want to call, they don't want to call a tie out with seven seconds to go. The officials don't, I don't think. Right. Okay. They so want to call, gonna... they want to call foul because they know you're going to be doing, trying to foul. Okay. So get up and get up in their space and slap hard ball. Slap, and, yep. uh, maybe just, and just get just, super. Okay. Just yep. so they know you're aggressively fouling. Okay. Yep. All right, so that that was that was a good point. I wasn't teaching that correctly. So uh, my question was, if there's say there's it's a sideline play, um, they have the ball, and say there's three seconds left, and we're in the same scenario. I'm up by three. I know that they're going to run something, and uh, they're on offense. They're going to run and try to get a, a quick shot. We're going to try um, to get a three. Yes. Right. So. Would you, if there's only a few seconds left, I, I guess my concern is, is as soon as someone catches the ball, someone slaps at them, they, they get a shot off. Maybe I don't like, I don't like fouling there. So I don't know what the math says on it. I just don't like fouling because high school kids will foul and they'll hit it and then we'll lose. That's, that's my question. I just saw a game and I was just wearing my head. I've never I, I, uh, I think you should change defenses. Right. Um, I think you should switch everything switch on yeah okay because what are the and then like a two doesn't beat us like you know three seconds you know you don't want to give an uncontested layup and it only takes a second but you know i you put you can do a zone where you have three or four guys outside the three-point line just do not you know stand you know you're most of the time it's going to be okay so, so if it's just but say it's maybe it's six or seven seconds when you know they're not going to take the shot right away. That's different. Take, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's my question because that was my, my concern. I was Three seconds isn't a lot. You know, you got two dribbles and you got to shoot it. Now, six or seven seconds, I definitely maybe change the defenses if I'm feeling good about another defense. If I put them playing zone, I go to man. I've had man, I go to zone. Um, and again, I don't. I, in the half court, it's hard for me to foul. Now, if there's 15 seconds, yeah, I got to feel confident with my free throw shooting too. 
Um, Cause you can get a two for one at that point. Um, right. But I mean, you still wait till like six or seven seconds if you're intentionally fouling though. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. So uh, just, uh, yeah, uh, just a couple minutes. Uh, so last question on that. Cause we don't play a lot of, of man. So in the situations where mm-hmm. we were behind and we're, um, maybe trying to deny the pass or pressing with man, say we're on defense. Yep. Uh, if the ball's here, I usually just have. Oh, move it up a little bit. I can't see where you put the ball. Yep. Okay. Yep. I usually just have my inbound, not, no one inbound the guy and just have my inbounder sit between the goal just so they don't get a back door and get a layup. And then as soon as it's passed in, he goes and tries to cover the inbounder. Do you think that's a good idea? Or what, what, are you you trying, what are you trying to do at that point? At this point, at this point, I'm just trying to defend, um, either get a, a quick foul. I guess there's two scenarios. If I'm behind, I'm just trying to foul right away. So that's reason I'm in man. So everybody has a guy. So okay. Sense? So yep. So if you're if you're in man and you're trying to get a quick foul, then you want you you want the you want to take away their best free throw shooter and you want their worst free throw shooter to get the ball. So, so you put two guys on their best shoe for you and don't and guard. Then, and then you tell the guy who's guarding the, the bad guy to let him get it. <laughs> like, let him be open. I don't care if he's open because we're going to follow him as soon as he gets it in. So, again, you got to practice that. Um, so, so, so I shouldn't be thinking about not guarding the inbounder. I need to just cover up their best guy. No, because the, the inbounder, so what's the – I mean, how often are they going to pass it in and then give it back to the inbounder? It, I mean, there's always probably going to be somebody there. Um, and the inbounder is probably the worst free throw shooter. So you're, the sec, you, so you're probably going to have to find the second worst free throw shooter on the floor. Um, it's probably a big, tends to be. But that's who you want. You want to let them catch it. Again, it's hard to teach them to, to let people get the ball and then foul. That's a really hard skill. We've had to work on that in the, over the years. Um, right. You know, because we're always saying, deny hard. Like, no, let him catch it and then foul him. And the problem is he's going to catch it, and if he's a bad free throw shooter, he's going to want to get rid of it fast. Okay. He doesn't want to shoot free throws, um, especially the game on the line. So that's where we can get some steals too. Okay, so so leave the worst person open, hope they get the ball, then foul if I I need to foul. You, yeah. You want to let them get the ball in a spot where you can follow. And then again, you got to practice that, but yeah. So, so you're not as worried about getting um, backdoored for a layup or something. I just never, I never played. I mean, we got to, I mean, I am, I'm, I don't want to give them a layup, but hopefully we're denying enough and we're big enough that that's not going to happen. And, and switching, switching on all switching. Where, yeah. You got to switch on everything. So that's practice too, that you're not trying to work through it. So it's a difference. So even if that's not your philosophy, switching with man at the end of the game or inbounds play, you have to switch every every time someone touches you. You get a five count. All right, that that's that really that really makes a lot of sense um, for that. Okay, cool. Actually, I ripped through it. That's actually okay. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I got to go do a podcast from some guys from New Jersey today, so this will be fun. So, all right, thanks, coach. Let me know. Just email me anytime you want to talk. Just email me. Let me know. Okay. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.